You're listening to a special podcast of Screening in Kingston. The following contains spoilers for the Marvel Cinematic Universe after the movie Endgame and Spider-Man Far From Home. Welcome to Screening in Kingston. This is a special podcast episode um, available for download wherever you find podcasts. So I don't know what day it is. I don't know where you're from, but uh, I'm so glad you're here and and listening to this. This is a brief breakdown um, and overview of the Marvel Phase 4 announcement that came out of San Diego Comic-Con this past weekend or at least this past weekend when I'm recording it. Um, uh, I am Mike. Taylor is, of course, not here because, as those of you who listen to the show will know, um, not really her thing, these superhero movies. I decided to do this quick breakdown myself um, so I can go through, talk a little bit about the news that came out. If you haven't heard any of it, go through some of my thoughts, what we know so far, um, maybe some speculation as well. Again, no no real spoiler warning here. I'm just going to be speculating. So I suppose if some of my thoughts are correct. That could be a spoiler, so maybe be uh, careful for that. But I, I don't know um, much more than than probably um, any fan would know at this point. I've done a little bit of research to see what I can find out, so anything that I know is pretty uh, light at this time. But I thought it would be fun to talk about, look at these movies, see kind of where Marvel's going next. So without any further ado, um, I'm going to break down first and go through what they announced at San Diego Comic-Con, what they didn't announce that we know is still happening and maybe they teased or touched upon, um, and then walk through each of each uh, movie and TV series as well. That's something just to keep in mind that some of the things I'm announcing are TV series that I know are going to the Disney Plus app, which I know I'm going to be getting that now, um, even though I, I wasn't really on the fence before. I, I knew I was going to subscribe to Disney Plus, but uh, now it's for sure happening. Um, okay, so starting with uh, that from the beginning to the end, they basically started on May 1st, 2020 and announced two years worth of movies and TV shows. So starting on May 1st, 2020, they announced Black Widow. It's a long-rumored Black Widow movie. Scar- yes, Scarlett Johansson is back in that. Um, we'll touch upon this briefly, but I believe uh, it is set just after Civil War. So we'll come back to that in a second. Fall 2020, no specific date yet, but it'll be the television show The Falcon and Winter Soldier. So that's expected to go on Disney+. Plus. These TV shows have been rumored to be about eight episodes each, so short-running uh, TV shows. I- I'm sure, you know, if-, if the story permits, there'd be more than one season, but some of these sound like they're one-off miniseries, which is also really cool. I, I have no problem with that. Um, so that sounds really interesting. We'll come back to it. November 6th, 2020. 
The Eternals movie is coming out. So that's one we've heard about, talked about a bit. We'll come back to it. February 12th, 2021, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Spring 2021, WandaVision, also on Disney+. Plus. May 7th, 2021, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Spring 2021, Loki, the Disney Plus series. Summer 2021, what if, dot, 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 question mark. And fall 2021, Hawkeye. And November 5th, 2021, Thor for Love and Thunder. So what's interesting about this list is it includes a lot of TV shows. So as far as I know, Hawkeye, what if, Loki, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier are all TV shows, whereas Black Widow, The Eternals, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, um, and Thor 4 will all be uh, movies. So the interesting thing is we already know that Guardians of the Galaxy 3, a Captain Marvel 2, and Black Panther 2 had been announced. So there's no dates assigned to those yet. We're not saying that... And I don't think even Kevin Feige said for sure that they're not happening in these two years. Um, I would look that in that and say probably one or two of them will sneak in. This has happened before um, where Marvel announces a phase and makes changes and adjusts as they go, which is, I think, one of the reasons why they're they're so strong at creating a multiverse of movies as they have. Um, they've created this cinematic universe because – they are able to make adjustments as they go. They listen to fans. You know, you've got the whole Inhumans thing that, that was supposed to be a movie and never really happened. Uh, they changed up how they wanted to do the two Avengers movies. So, um, you know, that that's kind of interesting to me that they're not here. It's possible they could be in there. Or in 2022, we could see Black Panther 2, um, Captain Marvel, um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I think... Captain Marvel, to me, it makes sense to be in 2022. I think you can wait a bit. It just came out last year. You've got some time on that. Um, Black Panther, again, you could wait. Um, I, I don't know if... if I, I feel like you want to get that movie out there. Same with Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because they're so popular. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw in either 2020 or 2021 one of those movies and then maybe the rest in 2022. Um, but those are movies that, that weren't really touched upon, that they didn't really slip in there. But um, I think, you know, they're, they're for sure happening. We know they're coming up. Uh, we just don't have dates for those yet. The other thing that was interesting that they touched upon and hinted at... Um, was Fantastic Four and the inclusion of mutants in the universe. So what was interesting about that is uh, Kevin Feige basically at the end of it said, oh, we haven't even had time to talk about and then rattled off a bunch of things, including Captain Marvel and, and other things like that. But he hinted at um, saying mutants, talked about, we haven't talked about the mutants yet, and that there will be some sort of Fantastic Four movie included in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So this this all comes back to Marvel reacquiring um, previous IPs that they had sold off uh, when Marvel Comics was going to be bankrupt in like the 80s and 90s. They sold off properties to different groups. That's why you got Spider-Man movies, um, Fantastic Four movies, and X-Men movies from other studios. So they've acquired a lot of this back through the Fox merger deal, which really was a buyout, not really a merger, but anyway. Um, so it looks like we're going to get those things as a part of the universe in some capacity. Um, the question being uh, when and what those will look like. 
all of that is still up in the air. So I think that clearly it's going to happen at some point in time. Again, could it be within this two-year period? Yes, it's possible. They've made changes before. Probably not likely, though, seeing as it's 2019, they would have had to already be in production for some of these films for them to be ready for 2020 or probably 2021, or at least close to early production uh, stages. So that will be very interesting to see. Um, anyway, back to to looking at the list, I, I do want to touch upon a few things. So first of all, Black Widow, very interested to see what Black Widow is. I, I have no idea... Um, I had no idea going into it what what this could possibly be considering her fate um, in the previous movie. Um, for those of you who haven't seen Avengers Endgame, I guess this is a spoiler for you, but you probably should have seen it by now. A lot of people have, um, or you shouldn't be listening to this podcast if you, you haven't seen it. Um, but Black Widow um, does, spoiler alert, does pass away in the movie, so... It's interesting to see what they were going to do. Now that I've heard they are setting this prior to those events, just after Civil War. So you're going to see what happened to Black Widow after Civil War, her on the run, and kind of maybe her past coming back to haunt her in different ways. They've cast a couple people. Um, Florence Pugh is going to play um, another Black Widow-type character. For those of you who don't know a lot about her history, the Black Widows were um, an assassin group in Russia uh, that that were created, very similar to that movie Red Sparrow, actually, <laughs> that came out with Jennifer Lawrence. Um There's actually a Black Widow-type character hinted at and touched upon in the Peggy Carter TV series in the second season, I think. She ended up being one of the main um, protagonists. Maybe she started in the first season, actually, um, and was sort of a Black Widow-esque trained assassin. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. It sounds like Black Widow is going to be much more like Winter Soldier um, in the cl- and, and Civil War in the close hand-to-hand combat, not as much massive um, fantasy spectacle and a little more grounded spy tale, which sounds really awesome. So Black Widow coming out May 1st, 2020. Um, the next thing to talk about quickly is is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There's not much to say about these TV shows because we, we know very little, um, but I think the team up of Falcon and Winter Soldier makes a lot of sense, again, considering where characters were left at the end of uh, Endgame. I think it makes sense for the two of them to pair up. Um, Sam, who who is the Falcon, is probably one of still the only people who really has the same not the same level of sympathy but some sympathy towards um winter soldier and towards bucky barnes and and all of that certainly now with um with cap gone i think that the two of them teaming up makes a lot of sense their dynamic was always very interesting i mean it you know it's the dynamic of someone's new best friend meeting someone's old best friend um but i i really think there's a lot that the two of them can can explore from there um sounds like it's going to be an interesting show i do like the fact that it's a tv show because i feel like you have to develop this relationship a bit you might not have time in a movie to do that it might be something that is a little bit more um focused on developing their characters over time so if it's an eight episode tv show if it's an eight episode miniseries all those things make sense the Internals movie coming out in November 6, 2020, that, that's interesting to me because The Internals was one I've heard a lot about. Like I, I've heard a lot of 
different rumors about who's in it, but Angelina Jolie, um, I believe, is now confirmed that she is definitely in that movie. Um, it's interesting that um, we're going to, in 2020, essentially get a Black Widow movie and then this new movie, The Eternals, which I, I don't think a lot of people know a lot about them. I'm certainly even, in my knowledge... I don't know much about them. I'd even heard a rumor that Keanu Reeves was in this movie. I have no idea if that's true. But again, I think there's a lot of mystery around this. And and this is what Marvel can do. When you have 10 years worth of filmmaking, when you did Guardians of the Galaxy and pull it off now, you can take properties that normally wouldn't make sense to do, aren't established IPs, and do something interesting with it. So The Internals, I think, is going to uh, be a very interesting movie. Yes, it is going to be a bit of a gamble but in the same way that guardians of the galaxy sounds like a terrible idea i'm sure they can do something cool with it but really it's interesting that that's all we get in, in 2020 it's it's two films um and a tv show that that we know of so far that's been released so far so as as far as 2021 is concerned it's going to be a lot heavier but next year looks like we have till may 1st to wait for the next marvel movie which i do want to say i am not that surprised about and it doesn't actually worry me in any way um i think after endgame and then spider-man came out right after which was kind of necessary i think to just get the ball rolling um i think we need a break and it's not a need a break as as there's too many superhero movies i don't believe that i'm happy to go see these every couple months but i mean emotionally from everything that happened um it was nice to see peter parker's fallout from endgame i think it was important to see all the all the fallouts from everything that happened in in that movie this year but now that we've done we've had spider-man we've had endgame we've had captain marvel it was a great year take a bit of a break i can wait till next may to see the next um mcu movie because it now feels like a new beginning it feels like something new it feels like something we can we can start off with and i like the fact that they're going to kick us off with let's go to black widow a character you recognize filling in some blanks from from the previous phase it's a good way to kick things off um, before the eternals coming out in november so that's 2020 black widow the Falcon and Winter Soldier TV show, and The Eternals. So going into 2021, it looks like it's going to be packed, real packed. I mean, there's uh, there's at least uh, three movies on their schedule here and then four TV shows, which, again, that makes sense. Disney Plus is supposed to launch, I think, this fall. They can probably ride the high off of having all the Disney products there for a certain amount of time and then in 2020 start producing and sending out new stuff so it makes sense that they launch in the fall of 2020 with with a new show and then they can continue into 2021 um, with shows so I think we'll handle the tv first we'll talk about the four tv shows planned first so I'm gonna go a little out of order because we'll just focus on tv and then we'll go back to movies so the four shows announced for 2021 two in the spring one in the summer and one in the fall the two spring shows would be WandaVision and the next one would be Loki. So WandaVision is interesting because um, obviously that is going to look at, you know, Wanda, Scarlet Witch, and Vision's relationship in some capacity. Um, however, it is possible that this could still take place after Endgame, um, after all the events there, and it's focused on um, Scarlet Witch and Vision being, you know, kind of that using the title in two different ways. Wanda Vision, you know, her, what's her sight like? What's her vision like now? Um, she's someone who has so much power, is so 
strong in the universe that um, it's interesting to see where she goes from here. Um, especially everything that happened. I think she she's, what do you do now? Like, it's a serious question. What do you do now with this character who kind of lost her purpose, found her purpose again, found someone to connect with, which has been tough for her, um, and now what happens? I mean, again, spoiler alert, I guess, for Infinity War, though you should have seen that. Um, Vision's gone. So the Vision's gone. Her brother's gone. She, a lot of the Avengers she knew who were, you know, pretty on her side and and helped her kind of develop and grow are are gone. Um, She does have a good relationship still with Hawkeye. But I think, you know, it's a person maybe on their own for the first time in a long time and, and needs to discover what is, you know, what's her purpose? What's going to work for her in this in this world now? The other interesting thing is if it is a TV show that that focuses on the two of them, when is it set? Is it set before? I don't think they're going to bring Vision back. I don't think that makes sense. I don't think they can do it in a way that makes sense. Um, but could, could Wanda continue on her life and do flashbacks? Yes. Could she communicate kind of in her head a la Logan talking to uh, Jean Grey in his head in, in one of the Wolverine movies, like that type of thing, absolutely I could see happen. Um, I'm very curious to see where they go with this because Wanda is so important in the comics to where the universe goes. It's going to be interesting to see um, what happens. The other thing that we were told, and this might be a spoiler, this might be a spoiler for people who want to know nothing, so you might want to skip what I'm about to say, but we've been told that WandaVision leads right into Doctor Strange, the next movie. So how that affects how she's involved in the multiverse, I don't know. So that's the first of the two TV shows coming out in spring 2021. The second one is Loki. On board, great idea. A Loki show, this is going to be awesome, especially everything that happened in Endgame. We have a new Loki um, from the one we knew before, a more uh, definitely one that's a little bit more on the evil side, much more mischievous. I'm sorry, mischievous. Um, and I think that he, him bouncing around with the Tesseract, it's great. I, I really love this idea. It's going to be really interesting. Totally on board. The next show that they announced for the summer of 2021 is something called What If. Now I've I've heard mixed things about What If. Like I've I've heard a lot of people say it's a it's going to be animated. Um, because a lot of the original um, Avengers will be lending their voices to it. Basically, what I've heard about What If is it's going to be kind of exactly what it sounds like, a a kind of potentially multiverse or potentially different futures type of look at some of the events that happened, um, maybe with some of the things the Avengers did uh, through the timeline through uh, Endgame. I don't know. Um, but what I've heard about it is it, it might be animated, um, and that it's going to really look at um, what what could have been, what could happen. So again, I don't know if that's multiverse or that's just existing on its own, just looking at where things can go when you, when you mess around with time. I don't know. Uh, it sounds intriguing though. And if it is an animation and you do get a chance to hear some of the voices of the original Avengers again, I'm definitely on board. I'm definitely on board for that because it's a great way to still get your other Avengers involved, but you're not going to do anything weird that's going to mess up all the great things you did in the movies. They ended things for a lot of people in such a great way, it would be demeaning and devaluing to bring them back. Um, But in this way, in a a cartoon, 
that's focusing on maybe a multiverse or just what if scenarios, love it. I love that idea. Might be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to it. So those are the um, TV shows that were announced in, in 2021. Again, not much information about them that I could find. Some little bits here and there. And I, I chose n- not to read some things because um, I, I am, I'm the type of person who want to go in into these movies with knowing as little as possible. I even stayed away from some of the additional trailers from some films just because I really like what the MCU does and, and the different surprises they can give you. So I like to be surprised and I like to focus on that. Um, oh, sorry, I did miss one TV show, Hawkeye. There's a Hawkeye show planned for fall of 2021. This this I know is going to center around him training his daughter. That's been a that's been a big thing. I don't know if it's going to be same, played by the same actress or not. I thought their chemistry, the what little I saw of it, was actually quite good. So that would be great. Um, but Jeremy Renner will be training a younger Hawkeye, which is really uh, fascinating to me. So, so there you go. You've got your WandaVision. Loki, What If, and Hawkeye all coming in 2021 to the Disney Plus streaming service. Back to the movies. We've got three movies in 2021. Uh, the first date announced is February 12th. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. May 7th, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And November 5th, Thor 4, Love and Thunder. Again, there's also uh, the potential in 2021 that we might see a, a fourth movie. I don't think I don't think the MCU has actually ever done four movies in a year. I think three is normally their, their max. But I would not be totally surprised <laughs> if they popped another one in there. Um, but, uh, you know, look again, looking at the schedule, maybe it is 2022 that we get Captain Marvel 2, Black Panther 2, and Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is one I I know very little about. I have heard of the character Shang-Chi before. I have heard it mentioned by Kevin Feige that they were doing this. Um, Obviously, you know, culturally and political climate-wise, they're clearly making decisions around we want to do as much diversity as we can. Um, But what I'm really excited about is the things I have heard about Shang-Chi makes him sound like a really interesting character to me. And again, as, as anyone who listens to Screening in Kingston knows, that's the most important thing to me. Um, hey, I, I don't care where people come from. I really don't. I, it doesn't matter to me um, where you come from in the world, uh, gender, gender identity, sexual preference, um, sexual orientation. Doesn't matter to me. Honestly, doesn't. Um, you you be the true you you need to be in order to feel the best you can. That's all that matters to me. If you're happy, um, then frankly, I'm happy. So um, the diversity stuff, yeah, I don't really need to touch upon it anymore. I'm really interested in the story because everything I've read makes me super excited, especially what are the legends of the Ten Rings? I haven't found anything on it. Anything at all. I've actually, I've searched and searched and like, what are these 10 rings? I can't find anything and I'm going to stop searching now. I don't want to know. I don't want to know what the 10 rings are. I just want them to show me. Um, and if this starts off something interesting that maybe is a through line, I'm totally on board. Because the one thing missing from this announcement is an Avengers type movie. A movie where a lot of people come together for something. So maybe the legend of these 10 rings, like, you know, I'm again, I'm thinking a la Lord of the Rings and uh, the Golden Compass and and I, I don't know, for some reason I think Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, the idea of collecting things that do something, that would be really cool um, and it would be great in 2021 if we are going to kick off with a new character. Let's show something that's going to be a through line 
storyline in the MCU. Very, very intrigued on that. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Sounds really interesting. Um, sounds like this character is rooted in a lot of different types of martial arts, which is exciting. Um, always cool to see that. I've, I've found martial arts movies to be um, really cool and intriguing, especially when they do their own stunts. And I like that the MCU can do things like Black Widow and Shang-Chi, where it's a lot more grounded, more physical. You see it. But then a movie like The Eternals and probably the Doctor Strange movie is more CGI. So you kind of get the mix, right? You get some CGI movies. You get some ground and, and real movies. Doctor Strange comes up next on May 7th. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I've heard this is going to be a straight-up horror movie, which I'm really excited about. I also like that that Marvel can create and develop um, its movies around genres, which is really cool. So if we get a, a horror movie that's a superhero movie, I'm totally on board. I really like the idea of introducing a multiverse. I think Doctor Strange is 100% the best way to go. I hope to still see some other avengers cameo i mean it's marvel you can do it doctor strange lives in in new york let's let's have him and and spider-man team up i don't know i don't it doesn't even have to be him but anybody if you if they're around if you have them contractually able to go let's do it i i really liked seeing in in certain movies the the team up that's not you know, officially a, a, a team up. It's still a Spider-Man movie, but Iron Man's there. It's still, uh, you know, a Spider-Man movie, but Nick Fury's there. I love those types of things. So it would be great to see Doctor Strange have somebody else. Um, oh, and not to mention uh, Thor teaming up with uh, Bruce Banner and the Hulk um, in Thor Ragnarok. Like, I, I love those types of things, so I hope that that happens. But I'm really interested to see what they do with the multiverse. I'm sure there'll be lots of mystery surrounding it, and that's what I like. The next movie uh, is Thor 4, Love and Thunder, planned November 5th, 2021. So I think they probably talked, at least from what I saw, the most about this movie. Um, they introduced the idea of Natalie Portman uh, returning and playing some sort of female Hulk character. It looks like she will have some sort of powers and be involved in in some capacity. Um, so reprising her role as Jane Foster, um, bringing in that, which will be very interesting. Also, um, seeing where Valkyrie is now and where Thor is. Like, Thor's off in space with the Guardians. That's where we left him off. Valkyrie's on Earth trying to rebuild a new Asgard area um, for for her people. And, um, and now we've got Natalie Portman kind of popping out of nowhere. So it looks like the three of them are all going to have roles to play. I love the idea of Love and Thunder. Are they all searching for something? You know, are they all... Um, searching for maybe some of them are searching for love and others are searching for thunder um you know i think i think uh valkyrie there was some statement released that you know valkyrie now has is now sort of the king of of asgard so needs to now search for her queen so maybe that's the focus for valkyrie maybe she's focusing on the love aspect of it but for thor um, and for, for Jane, maybe it's more about them finding the thunder, the strength within them. Um, I think Thor still has a long way to go to recover from everything that happened uh, in the past two movies. Certainly, certainly he does physically. Um, but I think that there's there's I think there's some clear direction here that they want to take with these characters. And I'm really exciting to see if they decide that this is more about love and thunder not everyone finding both but maybe some characters focusing on one and other characters for focusing on the other but either way i'm excited to have tessa thompson back chris hemsworth uh, natalie portman they're great actors 
phenomenal. The third Thor movie was excellent. I really enjoyed the first one. I didn't really like Dark World that much, um, but I really did enjoy the first Thor movie, um, and I enjoyed Thor Ragnarok as well. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see what Taika Waititi does returning to direct Thor 4. Um, I, I hope that uh, they're able to do something really awesome uh, with with the character of Thor coming out of Endgame, just like they did with Spider-Man Homecoming. Let's see that arc kind of finalize for, for him in that movie. So I'm um, very excited to see that there's a Thor 4 movie. Um, of all the original Avengers, aside from knowing that there was going to be a Black Widow movie and a Hawkeye TV show, we had heard nothing out of Chris Hemsworth and Thor, and I suspected it was because he was the mo- he's always been the most open to returning. So very excited to to see that. The other question I have is, will will the Hulk and Bruce Banner make any sort of appearance in in this movie or in other things? Again, I think he was left pretty damaged himself after these events, both physically and mentally. Um, those of you again. Hopefully you saw Endgame, um, but in Endgame he, you know, he kind of amalgamated with the Hulk. Bruce Banner did, so I think there's a piece that was found within him. But it would be interesting to to again finalize the arc with him. The, the only original Avenger we haven't heard about. Like we know, we know what's going on with Iron Man and Cap. We know what's going on now with Black Widow and Hawkeye. Um, we know now what's going on with Thor. What's up with the Hulk? Is that it? Is he going to appear here and there? Is he just going to be someone who pops in every once in a while? Again, totally fine with that. I trust Marvel and Kevin Feige at this point. Um, I'm interested to see where Phase 4 goes. I'm interested to see what they build to. Um, But it's again, it's very interesting that the next two years um, really seem to be missing key players that they have said on record are important, like Captain Marvel and Black Panther. So I have a feeling we're going to see them in some capacities somewhere in here or the movie was will be announced soon um my prediction like bold prediction time i think we will still see one of captain marvel or black panther within the next two years i i know they didn't announce it and i know time is is running out but i do think we're going to see one of those two uh maybe a movie shifts or and gets pushed I don't know, but I do think we'll see one of those two. And then probably in 2022, we'll see Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and the other of Black Panther and Captain Marvel that doesn't get done. The only reason why I'm pretty sure Guardians is going to wait is because director James Gunn, who is back to direct and write it, is working on Suicide Squad first. So I think that's gonna he's going to do that for DC first, and then he's going to come back to work on Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I suspect that... We'll see it in 2022. So that's pretty much it for my roundabout. Um, uh, you know, I, I really just wanted to go through and, and look at um, what's here. I mean, it's interesting to me that as they start announcing casting announcements, um, I get more and more um, intrigued. David Harbour is going to be in Black Widow as well as Florence uh, Pugh. Um, you know, it, it's really interesting to me that, um, you know, you're you're looking at you're looking at all these series and you're looking at all these movies and and it's just exciting where things are going to go. 
Um, I'm very intrigued to see what happens next. I'm going to be waiting um, and talking about it, obviously, on the show. Um, if you did, did listen to this podcast, thank you very much. If you would like to contribute any time to Screening in Kingston, please feel free to email us. You can find us at screeninginkingston at gmail.com. We also have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So if you listen to the show, you want to contribute, comment on anything I said about the MCU, give your own thoughts about any of the movies or the announcements, or any other films that we see or just things you see and like, go on our social media, tag us in something, use the hashtag screening in YGK, send us a direct message, whatever you want. Um, we're always available over email um, and social media to take your comments and we'll read it on the show each week. So thank you so much for, for tuning in. Um, other podcasts that you can download of Screening in Kingston, we just did um, a wrap up of other San Diego Comic-Con things that you can find. There's San Diego, so the episode's called San Diego Comic-Con and Cats. Uh, we talk about the Cats trailer as well as some other things, review some movies. Um, as well in the coming week or possibly when you're listening to this, we will have an episode dedicated to um, Taylor and I checked out Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is just opening everywhere. And we're also doing a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood spoiler talk episode talking about the movie as well as the career of Quentin Tarantino. So if those aren't out yet, look for those two in the coming week. But definitely go download some of the other podcasts um, and tune in for more Screening in Kingston every Tuesday. We're live on CFRC at 3 p.m. in Kingston, Ontario. And we also have our podcast everywhere available by 4 p.m. Thank you again for, for listening. Um, I hope that everybody uh, really is ex as excited as I am for the MCU. Give me your thoughts. What do you think about the films? Where is Black Panther? Where is Captain Marvel? Send those thoughts in as well. Um, as always, go see some movies and Avengers Assemble.